Yo, you're listening to The Set Lunch with me, Razif Hashim, and we are serving the main course for today, dishing out insightful interviews with some of the leading players in the F&B industry. Today, we are talking to someone who has successfully franchised and is now the first franchisee of a legend. Uh, this legend is Nasit Lemak Haji Ali, all the way in Alosta, and it is now in Sha'alam, brought over by his granddaughter, Hajah Alia, not yet Hajah, but you know, just a pun there. Alia, Alia Shafiza, she's the she's the founder Hello. slash no wait the franchisee. Yes, is that how we should be calling you? No, just I, I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Entrepreneur. 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 Yes, Jual makan. Jual makan. Jual makan. <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit about um, Nasi Lemak Haji Ali. Um, well, Nasi Lemak Haji Ali originated in Alosta uh, in 1958 um, by my grandfather. He started the business with his relatives, uh, with the help of his relatives. And um, basically what he did was he rented out a stall uh, kat bawah pokok cherry kat depan Pekan Rabu and started selling this fusion of uh, nasi lemak what we call um, it's not like our local nasi lemak in KL which is ikan bilis and kacang it is more of a fusion of um, mamak food so it is nasi lemak with nasi kanda dishes and specific gravy that goes onto it Gravies what is the specific gravy? So we have kuah pedas, uh, we have kuah ros, dalcha and kurma. So when any anybody comes and orders, we usually give them the kuah champo. Uh, and then they have all these other dishes, which is the chicken and beef, uh, seafood and everything else. Wow, that's mm-hmm. actually that sounds actually really enticing. I've never tried nasi lemak ajali. I've been around um, Alosta to eat certain things. Part of the reason why um, is because we only have one outlet in in Alostar. Unlike other other um, family businesses, they have a few other outlets. But mine is our our Nasi Ali has only been in one location for the past thirty years. So and it's quite secluded. You don't really know um, until somebody recommends it to you, or you are orang lama from Alostar that that usually goes to the pasar. I see. Mm-hmm. So it's not actually well marketed, but it doesn't need to be because it sustains the community. Yeah. Right? How we marketed the, how it was marketed back in the day was because uh, we live, uh, our shop is just around the corner from Tun Mahade's house. So he used to come to the shop and eat and he used to help us tell uh, his fr- friends and families about Nasi Ali and how we should all people should go to to the shop and eat so yeah, he that, was a main factor for that us that was the most powerful word of mouth yeah. I've ever seen he's been eating our food since the shop started and he was very close to my grandfather so that was part of the reason why I ended up opening here in KL because he was pushing my family and telling them like you patut buka kat KL patut buka kat KL but then at that time nobody wanted to so here I am with so the ha- shop. has he come over to your shop to not, have yet, not, not yet not yet not yet he's um, busy so Tone, I understand Tony if you hear this it's already in KL tak yapi jauh-jauh no bagoyan ya dekat sini okay cool cool so um, that's that's a really interesting history mm-hmm. right um, so um Tell us a bit about your entrepreneurial journey in taking an old recipe, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know having to find all your ingredients here. Or are you are you you know how does it work? Do you do you bring stuff down, or are you yeah. taking things from scratch? Mm, so uh, how we go about that uh, was the first thing is that. 
the recipe has been kept within the family. So only the family members know how to cook the, the recipe, the food. And uh, how I maintained it was by getting the spices all shipped from Alosta. Every week we get it shipped from Alosta to Sha'alam. And that is how we maintain it. Because to find suppliers here in KL that can supply the same spices is very difficult. And um, so, and I've tried. I've tried looking and gone to many places in KL, Sungai Buloh, even Meru, but we couldn't find it. So the best solution with that to maintain the taste and everything was to ship all the rumpa from Alosta down to KL. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to lose that original yeah. taste anyways. Even even so, the the biggest problem with trying to keep the recipe and the taste the same is actually the water. The water in Alosta and the water here in KL is Very different. different. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people think that, oh, ni mesti recipe tak sama lah, tak reti buat. But actually, it's not. A lot of uh, family-run business face this thing because it's actually just... It's just water. Exactly. It's, it's that water. same thing, isn't it? Yeah. So we all know the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the water from Alustar. Yeah, well, I need to buy a tank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we do. Okay. Your journey into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. didn't start here, did it? I mean, I mean, it started here, but before this, you weren't naturally an entrepreneur. No, no. I was actually a marketer. Uh, specifically, uh, I was a branding consultant. So I was working in a small agency and um, I was uh, doing branding for a lot of GLCs in KL um, for two and a half years, roughly around that time. And then um, I decided to further my studies uh, and uh, to go get a master's degree in which when I went to do my master's, I discovered the art of cooking because I had a group of friends who liked to eat and they happened to enjoy the food that I cook. So that was the shift. While I was studying to pursue my career, uh, I discovered that I actually enjoyed cooking. And then I just, you know, slowly trained myself, uh, cooked different types of cuisines, Indian, Pakistani, local, Malay dishes and stuff like that. And then slowly I had this idea and I told my dad that I think I want to learn how to cook. Tokba's food and uh, he was like "Um, then why did you go and study and I said because hadn't I gone to study I wouldn't discover this art of cooking so that was how I shifted after I finished my master's degree I came back to KL and I spent a year and a half going back and forth from KL to Alusta to learn how to cook until I perfected the the recipe until my dad said okay you, you are ready to open the shop Wow, how long did that take? A year and a half. Wow, just going back and forth, back and yeah. forth. That's amazing. I was working in the kitchen and I I didn't even go down. I didn't look at the operations. I was just in the kitchen cooking for two weeks. And wow. every time I went back. Wow, that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> like... Um, th- but... Now sparking into entrepreneurial journey, yeah. it's it's not just about cooking, is it? There's so many more things that come with it. You gotta market it, you gotta you gotta, you know, work on your sales, your pricing, mm-hmm. is it the same? You can't sell the same no, price. No, 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 no. That was a big issue. You guys are rent free out there, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're sorted. It is for me it was a it was something very challenging but it was a challenge that I was willing to take because I already had interest in it and growing up uh, being 
children, my parents were diplomats. So I kind of learned how to uh, communicate and engage with people, learning how to do dinner settings and stuff like that. So growing up, I already had a little bit of knowledge and experience about how I wanted to serve and this and that. But um, when I got into it here, it was challenging because it was a larger, a larger audience. It was a larger customer base and I had to communicate with all these suppliers. I had to make deals with them. It was, from the outside, it looked pretty easy. But when, when I got into it, when I got hands-on, it was, it was something that was interesting and challenging. But Alhamdulillah, it, it, it was not that difficult because I had the support system from my family and I had really good friends who were already in the FMB business who helped me out. Um, and that that aided it for me to kind of like push forward. The planning process took about about six months, and uh, yeah, it 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 was it was it was how do I explain it? It was um, daunting. Yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs would use that word. Yeah, it was. But then you got to just, I, I stuck through it. Like the first f six weeks when I opened up the shop, it was so hectic. I didn't have sleep. But, you know, I had good people who came and helped me and people who was like, oh, Alia, I have this supplier, I have this supplier. So it, it, it everything eventually fell into place and it just went smooth sailing. I had no difficulty setting up the shop. But once the shop was open, the operations was the most challenging part, like, like challenging. You're listening to The Set Lunch with me, Razif Hashim, and we are serving the main course right now. We're dishing out insightful interviews with some of the players in the F&B industry. We are with Alia Shafiza. She is the franchisee. Of course, her grandfather is the franchisor. So really, she's <laughs> like the KL founder la, of Nasi Lemak Haji Ali, all the way from Alok Star. She brought it down to Shah Alam four months ago. Yes. Right? Yes, and um, we want to know how business is doing. Uh, Alhamdulillah, business is doing good. Like any business, there are ups and downs, so it's bound to happen. But um, we are open six days a week. Uh, we're off on Fridays. Our busiest days uh, is Thursday, Saturday and Sunday, where we get a lot of families who come and kids and everything. So that's, that's quite hectic at the shop. Um, it is, uh, I guess, um, it was... A challenge in the sense that because I started in October, right? And it was towards the end of the year and school holidays were up and a lot of people were out. But we managed to sustain ourselves during the low period. And now now that it's the new year, uh, we're slowly, gradually, you know, picking the, cr uh, the crowd back up. And uh, we're expanding our dishes. And um, yeah, it is, it is an ongoing pro progress for us because, you know... We want to try and fulfill our customers' needs and wants. So whatever feedback they come uh, with to us, we try and improve. That's interesting, though. So you're saying that you're trying to add on mm -hmm. new dishes, etc., yeah. etc. Et Things yep. that even your grandfather never served? And Yeah, yeah. Well, now that my uncle is running the shop in Alusta, he has ex uh, added more variety to the dishes. Initially, when my grandfather started, he only had like 10 dishes. Now, in the shop in Alusta, we have 40 dishes, which is what I'm... Uh, doing now in the shop in Sha'alam. But I guess there people want variety. And with that, I feel the need that, you know, at, 
we want to expand and add variety to our menu so so that we can cater to people who are vegetarian, people who don't eat uh, seafood, people who only eat seafood or, you know, so that that is a priority for me, uh, for us, because we want everybody, the general public, to be able to like come and be like, Nasi Lemak Haji Ali has everything, you know, we can eat anything and, and still enjoy it. Yeah, who is actually your target market? Who is our target? Actually, our target market is the general public our food kids can eat our food uh, old people can eat our food um, even the teen- teenagers our millennials can eat the food there's no specific target market because our food is for everybody um, I mean like when uh, as a marketing exercise mm-hmm. um, do you do you go more for like you know the the Kedahans or, or like you know or you're really like hey KLites here's a taste of Kedah um, it's a bit of both because when we opened and people saw the signage Nasi Lemak Haji Ali immediately a lot of people knew that oh this is the Mesti Depeda Losta uh, and so uh, we are getting both uh, people who have never tried this kind of food before and people who are already familiar with the food. What is interesting is that the people who are familiar with the food will give us feedback or give us comments about how, oh, yani tak cukup, yani macam ni. So we try and take that and we improve it. And for the people who have never tried it, um, my the people at the shop, my staff and my family who are always there, we kind of educate people. Or they ask why we call it nasi lemak. So this is what we say because it's staple. You can get it at any time of the day in Alosta. And then they ask us how do we eat the food with with the gravy or without so we ask them and if they say they want kuah banje then we give it to them you know so it's a, a bit of both um, the new pe- people who want to try foodies and people who are already ready they already know about nasi ali yeah so it's a nasi lemak base is it yes but then condiment with the kanda yeah so it's a lemak kanda yeah so the rice is a fusion of nasi lemak ingredients and nasi minyak ingredients so it's like it has this strong aromatic scent to it and then the rice on its own can be eaten like just like that it's really good and then with the other the gravies and the 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 dishes it just adds up to the whole like explosion in your mouth kind of taste okay that sounds amazing yeah. i'm actually just looking into your facebook to see what um the decor is like what, uh, oh okay well our, our, our we're not like a typical mama shop like if you go to any mama it's like oh small goreng goreng ada 24 jam no 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 we're not like that we are more focused on uh, Kedah and Utara food. So, uh, and our our shop is quite minimal. It's uh, white. Yes, it's, white. it's a it's a very min- uh, I see photos here. Yeah. It's a very minimalistic shop. Yes. Um, you know, you're really there to eat, but it yes. doesn't look like your typical mama. No, it doesn't. We want to try and make sure people know that our main main thing is cleanliness. We want people to know that we are clean. Our shop is clean. We we wash, we have a super cleaning, what the boys call it, every week. Every Thursday night, we do a super cleaning. So the shop in itself is already clean and crisp with two colors, just white and blue. And then mama food. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're really, really interesting how, how you know, something so simple, uh, something so humble from, you know, the past has been brought to the future, revamped, brought to a new market, mm-hmm. uh, things are added. But now I want to know the most important thing about FMB, which is staffing. How do you deal? Um, well, I'm 
very blessed. I'm very, very blessed and Alhamdulillah for that. Uh, most of my staff in the shop, they're all Malay boys, local boys. I don't have a lot of foreign foreign workers. A lot or none? Uh, I have a lot of Malay boys and a few foreign workers. Okay. And most of my Malay boys, they are the frontliners. They are at the counter making drinks and also serving. Um, how I got this great group of Malay boys was, um, I guess I put up a banner and one one boy, he just came and said, Kak, ada kerja kosong. Saya nak kerja. So I said, okay, kalau ada kawan-kawan lain uh, nak kerja, panggil lah. So he called all of his friends and when I opened the shop, I had 20 Malay boys working with me. Whoa. Yeah, and they were on their school holidays. So that's why a lot of them came and helped out and like, you know, so now that it's the new year, most of them had to go back to school. So I have a really group, a small group of strong Malay boys who are very, very hardworking. And um, I I beg to differ on Melayu Malas because, you know, the boys that are in my shop, they're spectacular. Yeah, they're I know, but really, that's really your good. shop. You go talk to 10 other entrepreneurs, they'll tell you the different story. Really? I don't know. That means that I'm blessed. You that know? means you are blessed. I, I don't am. Know. Must yeah. be something about opening a shop near the stadium. Yeah, but <laughs> a lot of people, customers come to the shop and ask me like, "Mana you dapat budak-budak Melayu ni?" And my answer is, "Diorang just datang kat kedai minta kerja." Uh, I didn't do any extensive like you know flyers say, saying you know I need workers or anything. I just had one banner in front of the shop, and the boys all came. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. So this is this is some magic. Okay, so we all know that staffing is a ma- major is. problem yeah. in FMB, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's amazing what you've you've managed to achieve and I think it's a great. Yeah, you like you said. And the great thing best. about this is the boys whenever they need to leave, they always find another friend to come and join. So it's always like, "Eh, kurang, kerja kat kedai ni best ah. You know, you can get to learn a lot." Also, I think Part of the reason why is because I, when they come for an interview, I tell them that when you come and work at the shop, it's not just you kerja kat kedai makan. You have to learn. You have to learn about being punctual, your responsibilities, the things that you need to learn. Because what you learn at my shop, you might use it later on in life. You guys are, there's still young boys who, you know, can be mold and nurture. And like, I, I think that was also part of the reason why a lot of the boys were interested to come and work at the shop. Because, you know, on top of training them and teaching them about a bit of how you do the 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 organization, setting up of the shop and everything, I I me my sister and my friend Fendi we spend time sitting down with them and explaining to them, educating them what is it that you guys should be preparing for when you leave and go out, you know, when you go to college or when you go elsewhere. So I guess that was part of the the advantage that I had. In with these boys, they went around telling their friends, "You can learn a lot. You can learn, you know." Because I, I keep on telling them that it's a teamwork. If something doesn't come through or the rice is lambat, why is it lambat? Who, who, how do we manage it? So we all sit down and discuss how we're supposed to improve. And if there's a lao that's not nice, or customers come back and tell us, "Oh, daging is keras," then what we do is we. Take it to the back and we rectify it. We, we, we try to make it better so that the customer comes again and tells us, okay, now everything is good. And I have really good uh, customer base that 
that cons- uh, regular customers that come and gives me feedback and also to the boys. So that is how we kind of like it's a it's a team effort. Like everybody helps everybody. It's not not like you're alone and you do that. No. Wow. No. Let me ask you something. You you don't sound or uh, like you actually have ever gone to like a business accelerator program or mm. like any business training training. You no. know what I mean? No. You're really like this is this is like this is like almost blood for you. You know, yeah. you just know what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the terminologies that you're going for is a bit different as well. Yeah. Um. I mean, everything's understandable. Yeah. But how, Okay, now I'm interested to yeah. find out what are your anecdotes um, to these boys, meaning what kind of training are you giving them or what would your advice be for future entrepreneurs uh, like who want to buka kedai? I, I would say that, um, well, I guess in anything that I do, I, I do wholeheartedly. So if it's difficult, how do I make it easy? And uh, if if I don't understand it, then whoever that I'm teaching won't understand it. So I got to break it down. And I guess in, in the sense from my own experience growing up, uh, I had a lot of... Um, not to say like I, I tried a, a lot of different things but it didn't work so now that I have this shop I feel like I am uh, I have a platform that I can uh, teach back to people what I was I, I had to learn on my own and um, with with that that is every, every day I just get up and do it like it's not like you know today is a bad day but tomorrow is a, another day so I can improve what happened today tomorrow and it's an ongoing process although there are times where you know you're frustrated and you don't know how to handle it but I guess taking some time away like you know I'll take like a five, 15 minutes break and then like sit down and actually think how do I improve myself and I always ask my staff if there's something wrong with me, please tell me. Because if you don't tell me, then I won't know and I won't fix it. Likewise with you, if there's something that you do wrong, then I will explain it to you and I will teach you how to, you know, not do that and be better the next time. Because at the end of the day, the shop, you interact with a lot of different types of people. And people who come to the shop to eat, they're uh, emotionally unstable. Why I say that is because they're hungry. And if they go and like, ayam goreng tak ada, like, okay, let people, you know, they blow up. And how do you handle that? You know, so these are the things that these boys come to me and I go to them and we all sit down. And what makes this whole thing great is because my parents are always there at the shop. And my dad and my mom, they're very encouraging. So if anything falls down, they will be there to like, it's okay, takpa, kita boleh try lagi. We fix it and do it this way. So it, it's not so much of me, but it's my family and my support system, like my friend Fendi and Hadi and my uncle who taught me how to cook. They all play a big part in this shop in Sha'alam because without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And these boys, like, they're amazing. Like, I, I, I've never met a a group of boys who are so close and dedicated and open like if you do wrong kita semua boleh bagi tahu tak ada masalah like and and i guess the culture that we created is that you know everybody makes mistakes we're human but you know it is how we fix it and move forward that is what i keep on telling them because you know at the end of the day you have a, we all have a long way to go and you know if i can help them while they help me then 
that's a win-win situation for me. That's amazing. I think um, what's most important to see is that it is a family business. Yes, you know it what is. I mean? Through and through, even all the way from Alostar. So yeah. tell us what it's like growing up in a family business and, and like, you know, um, how you're, you're using that model to sort of like nurture your staff. Well, um, first, firstly, I didn't grow up in Malaysia or KL since I was a kid, I followed my parents uh, around and um, the experience that I got from living in other countries uh, made me the person that I am today. And um, when I, and, and the times where I was in KL, I would um, go back to Alosta, work at the shop for a week and then come back to KL. So uh, growing up, I had exposure, uh, but now is my first take at it, you know, like the full blown, blown run of how I'm supposed to, you know, run a shop. When when you work in a family business, yeah. you're working in Alostar for even a week. Yeah, is it like working with your family, or is it like do they suddenly become your boss and like you know? Um, yeah, you, uh, how does well, that work? You, well, I guess when I was in Alostar, it wasn't so much that because I was my uncle who taught me how to cook. Uh, we were we spent our time in the kitchen. We didn't have any interactions downstairs. So he. It was it was like an uncle teaching a niece how to cook. So that was that was cool. That was not 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 so much uh, of a challenge. But now that I have the shop in Sha'alam and I run it with my sister and my parents and my friend, we um, it, there there are there are challenges. You know there are arguments, but you know we can settle it uh, easily. My dad has his own views because you know he holds up to what Tokba started, and then my sister also has. My uncle also. Everybody has their say. But at the end of the day, like we we our main priority is to expand Nasi Ali. We want people to know that you know uh, it has been around. This year we're 60 years, so and we want people to you know try our food. That that was the 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 way in which I thought about opening the shop. But now um, having the shop, I I would I guess. My sister and I, we we're actually we're actually quite tight, you know. Uh, I wasn't close to her when I was younger, but now that we have the shop, we spend a lot of time together, and that actually brought us all closer. And we are really, really close at the shop and at home. We do stuff together, and now that we have this extended family of staff at the shop, it's like. Um, it's like a big family. The boys come to the shop, um, the workers come to the shop, and they all have a good time. At the end of the day, I don't want people to come to work and say, okay, 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 I don't want that. I want them to like feel like they're part of something. They are working towards something that, you know, uh, it's not. It is something that you train people because you don't know what you learn at the shop. You might use it somewhere else. And that is what I try to uh, educate the boys who come and work with us, that everything is a team effort. Yes, you stand alone in life, but at the end of the day, you yourself, you won't survive. You need other people around you to support you. So that is why what I try to uh, convey to these boys, that you know, at the end of the day, you need to be a team player. You need to learn to adapt and you need to be versatile. You can work in front, you can work on the floor, you can do IA, you know how to clean, you know how to cook because, you know, it's a, a holistic thing. You're, not many people um, are able to develop many, many skills 
at one time in one place. You can only be, you know, focused on one thing. But I don't want that. I want I want them to know that uh, after, uh, working at Nasi Ali, I can do anything. Therefore, when I go out in the real world, I'm able to do anything. Because I've done, I've done cashier, I've done counter work, I've done floor work, I've done uh, food prepping, everything. I've done cleaning. So these these things, the 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 attitude is like I can do it. You teach me, I can do it. You, if I'm not good at it, teach me how I can be better. That that is the the the. The thing that I try to, you know, promote teamwork. At the end of the day, it's teamwork. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of passion coming out of you in this one, and I really feel it comes from this. It just stems from this whole family thing. Um, it's not often that we get an entrepreneur in here um, talking about a family business yeah. and um, something that has lasted for so long as well. Um, one thing that I can tell you is that um, we, me and my family were very laid back and open so if I feel like something's not right that my dad did I will tell him and he will take it in as like okay my daughter's telling me this I think I should think about it and that is what I try to tell everybody in the shop too that not it's not about you making the mistake it's you understanding the mistake you make and how you fix it in any situation it's not for you a lot of the times people are very negative so that's where people like look at FMB punya kedai and be like oh no 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 but it's not you know when when you come if you come to Nasi Lemak Hajali you can see that everybody actually has a good time everybody smiles everybody's not uh, not so how do you say berat tangan untuk tolong you know everybody is it's 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 so nice and it's an, it's really it's amazing like I, I don't know how else I'm supposed to explain it but I, I'm very blessed the people who work at my shop and everybody were like so close that you know it's it's nice it's nice it's nice that these boys go out and tell other people like we kerja kat nasi lemak hajali best we ah, macam tu so I, I feel like you know I'm helping not a lot but at least little little improvements in other people's lives yeah it's the nasi lemak haji ali school of life yeah uh, it's great. Do you have any last words, parting words before we end the set? Um, I would like to say that we are located in front of Stadium Shah Alam. Um, we are open six days a week. Come and try our food. If you haven't come or haven't heard of Nasi Lemak Haji Ali, come and we'll we'll give you the whole you know shebang about what Nasi Ali is. Yeah, go check out the atmosphere. That sounds great. That's yeah. what I want to check yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. We have we we're we're cool. We're okay. We're good. You know, Alhamdulillah. Um, well, I'm, I'm I hope whoever listens to this, please come and try our food because I cook the food so. It should be good. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Alia, for being with Thanks us. Thanks so much. All right. Here we are at the end of the main course, and we're going to come back with some dessert. EFM for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs.